This podcast is brought to you by AddXClub.com. AddXClub.com for adjustable steel mace and adjustable steel club. Have you seen these things? Have you checked them out? Go to AddXClub.com and take a look at what they have. These are state-of-the-art mace technology at its finest, made in the USA. Look at the AddX arc. It's in between lengths of the clubs and the mace. So the, the club is the shortest, the arc is the next longest, and then the mace is the longest. But most people only train with either clubs or mace. How often do they go with an in-betweener? Technically, a arc is nothing more than a bulva, a short mace. Uh, but we don't call it that because we call it the arc. So go check it out. Check out everything there, and when you place your order, tell Don Fred sent you. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today, my guest is Harold Brown uh, out of the Netherlands. Did I get your last name right? Yeah, it's okay. Bruns, but this doesn't matter. Oh, okay. You're going to have to give me some. We should have talked about that first. Uh, okay, Bruns. Bruns. That's difficult to pronounce in the, from the okay. states. It, it, it's spelled B-R-O-E-N-S. Harold yeah. is your first name. and. That's you know, welcome to the podcast. You're in the Netherlands, so we got a little bit of a time difference. Uh, it's early morning for me, and uh, it's the middle of the afternoon for you, so we have different yeah. levels of caffeine in our system, so go easy on me. <laughs> I've, I got to sip my caffeine. I just, I just finished a workout, and I'm uh, I'm really hyped for getting the honor for being on your podcast, so... Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's... that. I know you were excited to come on here and talk, because... You are a uh, you certified steel mace coach. Uh, you one time certified steel mace coach and three times certified kettlebell coach. My yeah. question to you, Harold, is when are we going to get the steel mace certification numbers up past past the kettlebell? We can't have you have less certifications in mace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my first, my first love was uh, martial arts, and and that and that that put me in the in the direction with uh, to strength and conditioning. So then I get the, with the kettlebells, and here, yeah, here in Europe, or maybe as I say in the Netherlands, there was not many uh, many opportunities to to do uh, steel mace. The only uh, guru we got is, of course, Harbert Eckbert, flowing Dutchman. From uh, Dutch Flow Academy, he's the only one uh, that uh, that that makes the certifications here. So, if there are more more certifications around the area, then I'm gonna I'm gonna stack it up, of course. But my my first love is martial arts, and then I replaced that with kettlebell, and now uh, yeah, now steel mace is uh, it's making me go crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it makes you go crazy. It's making us all go crazy. It's yeah. it's a crazy uh, wild wild west kind of situation out there with the steel mace because we're still um, uh, it's a sport or a modality if you want to call it that is um, still growing and uh -huh. 
and it's still kind of small compared to the rest of the fitness industry. Even kettlebells is way ahead of steel mace, right? Yeah, and, yeah but that, 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 that also took a while. If I talk yeah. about the Netherlands, first here, nobody knows about kettlebell. And now you see them in every commercial gym, even in, in the Walmart, in the supermarket. They have the plastic ones. So let's hope within uh, four years or maybe sooner than all the commercial gyms all have a steel maze. But <laughs> Right. I think that's what a lot of people are actually looking at. They're like, hey, when is, uh, when is, when is there going to be plastic steel? Plastic steel maces, right? And, no. <laughs> and hot girls and tights doing, you know, mm, 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 yeah, yeah, mm, it's commercial mm. shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, it, it it'll go off the deep end. But then all of us uh, coaches currently, you know, we get an opportunity get more clients this way, and and yeah. for it to grow. I I don't want to see it go that way. I really don't. I, I, I mean, but I think people are hesitant because uh, if you do it outside, then they look at you and think, oh, "Who's that crazy guy? What is he doing?" I think I think uh, a lot of people think, "Oh, I want to try it," but it's like, yeah, you know. Yes. But I mean, they, they, yes. they don't see the purpose in it. They just think, "Oh, he's trying to be a ninja or Viking or what is he doing?" Uh, right. I have the conversation all the time, man. I just talked to a guy at the gym. Yesterday, he asked me to help him do some swings. You know, he was doing strongman stuff. So I knew right away, this guy, he doesn't care about flow. And then he starts asking me, he's like, what's up with that flow thing? And, he, you know, um, why is there, like, so many different styles? Like, what, is there, is it, like, like he, he made a joke, like, it was, like, the kung fu martial arts where everybody has a different style and everybody's fighting to say my yeah. style is better. And yeah. <laughs> it's... It's crazy because there's even um, currently, as we speak, uh, on Rick Brown's Instagram, there's a whole controversy going on. Well, I, I shouldn't say controversy, but people are talking about who's the original guy who really started it and all this stuff. And at the end of the day, my my uh, what I say is it doesn't matter. We should all support each other. We should all evolve, right? It doesn't matter. I think it doesn't matter what you do. Let's talk, if I talk about being physical. If somebody does more than only laying on the couch and, and watching Netflix, I'm a happy man. I just try to motivate people, you know? They right. don't have to pick up a maze. They don't have to do... Do you want to turn your pain into power? Then look no further than sleepymonkeytrainingacademy.com. Go to sleepymonkeytrainingacademy.com for meditation, mobility, and mace sleepy monkey is a movement art that brings strength and balance to the body and mind located in pennsylvania right outside of philadelphia if you're in uh, new jersey you're in that portion of um, pennsylvania you're close enough that you could go visit but start off by going to sleepy training sleepy monkey training academy.com and check it out uh there's shirts you could buy and uh, you could send a message to Andrew over there, who is the owner, and you could, uh, you know, talk with him and see if his fitness system is right for you. His fitness system is unique. He has a certain way of practicing. Like I said, there's meditation, and uh, he 
he handles people doing massages and things like that, but he also trains mace and other things like that. But you got to go to Sleepy Monkey Training academy.com to get started all right guys enjoy the podcast forget about if they go outside and they run they run it doesn't matter but uh yeah rick brown was the first guy that uh, if i can get on your thing uh, rick was i think the first one that i uh when i had instagram i dm'd him because i think my journey started less Three to four years ago, I want to order a kettlebell because you never can have enough kettlebells, of course. <laughs> and I was like, huh, what is this kettlebell on a stick? And then, of course, you go on the holy grail of uh, internet and you go on YouTube. And uh, yeah, Rick, I think Rick and Harvard were on the same same time that the first one as I saw. But uh, yeah, Rick is also... Uh, uh, from Dutch origin over, over his grandparents. So yeah, I DM'd him to help me out. And that man was, uh, was really cool. He was just, whoop, he, 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 he uh, sent me his bracelet to, to do the million strings. And that man is, yeah, I, it doesn't matter who is the godfather, but I think Rick is the OG in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, well, I don't know. Have you, have you heard of Jake Shannon? Uh, I've, I heard of him. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So, so the, the funny story is, and you could, if you go back on the podcast here, uh, yeah. I, I, they tell the story, but Rick Brown got, got it from Jake Shannon. Jake Shannon is the guy who took it from a gata, a wooden piece yeah. and made it into steel with a longer handle, right? It was the same yeah. long handle, like a guy. So it was a, it was a metal gata. And all he yeah, did yeah. was just was swing, uh, you know, traditional style. And Rick was a kettlebell guy, uh -huh. and they lived like right around the corner from each other. And he, oh yeah, went, yeah, I knew this story. It's crazy. He like he's driving by with all his kettlebells. He sees Jake Shannon out in front of his driveway, and he goes, "Yo, <laughs> you got to show me that." <laughs> and boom, that took off. So yeah, it yeah. is. There's, you know, it's so crazy what how this all comes about and how yeah, this this story was in my curriculum from uh the certification i did with harvard and that's why i know the name i yeah. I, I, I in the curriculum he told it he talks about uh, the history uh within india and also persia so they go way way back and of course the stage pushed it more in in a, in a commercial direction yeah and then, and then he mentioned all those names that's why i think oh yeah that's name that's the name i know uh, yeah yeah, and I, and then um, so so like I said, right now, if you go to Rick Brown's Instagram, he put up a post, and there's all these people chiming in. Whoa, yeah, there's Steel Mace Flow, and we're gonna we're gonna say uh, Leo Savage and Isaac Milan were yeah. working at on it, on it shrunk the mace down, and then Leo was like, "Yeah, I've been doing this thing with a sledgehammer for a while, and this." short mace i could do this like flow thing but where did flow come from really wasn't there kettlebell flow before steel mace flow the comparison i make i, I talked with my head, head coach Gerrit, uh, within the kettlebell about this and he made a very good uh, conversation with me and the comparison uh, i did uh, one uh, course also with the sports style uh, kettlebell 
and uh, he was like, and then I went back to hard style because I'm also more with the strong side of uh, things. We can talk about that later. But uh, my coach said, hey, I think it's my opinion. It's maybe, yeah, it's maybe the same. Like uh, you have juggling with a kettlebell and, and, and sports style and you have the hard style. It doesn't matter. It's all with the, with the beautiful tool of a kettlebell over the maze. But I think, uh, yeah, that's everybody's own opinion. Because you told in the beginning of the conversation, my friend uh, Andy, he told me, yeah, hey, are you doing kadas from, from karate with the maze? What are you doing? You know, that I think the, uh, the strength and conditioning guys, they can see the, the purpose in uh, doing, doesn't matter, like 360, 300s, standard twos, you know. But if they see the flows, and I was, I was one of them. Uh, with all due respect, though, <laughs> I get banned from all the flow guys on my Instagram. But sometimes it seems a little bit of feminine. Well, it is. Yes, it's okay. a flow. Is like a, well, martial arts like Tai Chi and stuff like that. That's all that comes from the feminine. Of yeah. the, like that. I have. Sorry, the yin sorry, yang. Sorry, sorry, I interrupt you. I have to better uh, thing. It's like capoeira. I did capoeira for five years. You see? Yes. It looks like a dance, but the guys can fight. Yes. So that sorry that I interrupted your sentence, but that no, that's that, fine. Uh, okay that that feeling within I did it for four and a half to five years. That same feeling I got also with the with the flow. Yeah. But I have to be honest. I was like, okay, I'm 41 now. Uh, I tried to flow. Uh, my my uh, my friend Santiago from Spain, he was certified with me. He helped me along the way. He was like, no, you come on the certification, you must try flow. So I was okay. You, you helped me along the way. It's no problem. So the certification was done. And I think two months uh, uh, after this, he every time we were on WhatsApp, he shows me, I tried. So I did two flows with him. Long story short, but uh, I'm like a real energetic guy, uh, but I'm also very impulsive. I know this from myself, but I know I have to stay on my lane. So uh, I, I I put the martial arts away from the kettlebell. I, put, I took the mace to work with the kettlebell, but these two uh, things I'm going to work on. Power with the kettlebell, power with the, with the mace. I will not do... Juggling, sports style with the kettlebell, flowing, and also do the strength part. Because I think, that is my opinion, you can only be good at certain things. If you do, if it's too many, too much, it's not good, I think. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. And that's, I'm sort of like in the same vein as you, Harold. I mm. I do steel mace flow. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm certified in it. So I... I am very successful, well, not very successful, but I get clients because they want to try flow, right? Okay. But, okay. so I need to, I need to, need to coach it. I need to show people. But the thing is, is I started introducing swings and, and, and other stuff and, and like, uh, traditional weightlifting and I merge it all together, uh, body weight and stuff. And before you know it, uh, they're doing everything. They're just doing yeah. everything because, you yeah. know, a lot of times you're, well, you're coaching most of your clients. If you tell them to do something, they're probably just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
right? Yes, yes, I know because I, I and now I'm going to start in February. I'm going to start with a workshop, so I have six beginners, and I'm going to teach them mix. So it's I'm already thinking from from those six people who's going to go more into flow and who's going to go more into power. And I yeah. hope they all go into power because that fits my lane. If they go to flow, Harbert he taught me very well. I can I can I can teach them the steps, or I can teach them the moves. I'm going to teach them all the basic moves. But I, really, I sincerely hope that they go with me to power because if I give group lessons there where I'm going to going to train, then uh, yeah, I prefer to go power and and maybe use the flow as a cooling down or you know. Yes, exactly. A warm-up or a cool-down, that's where I like to use it. I think yeah. you're going to be fine because uh, you're you're leading the group. You know, people, you know, they're coming to a coach because they want some leadership. So yeah. it, it, it's, yeah. you know, they're going to, wherever your passion lies is where they're going to be energized from. They're, they're looking for your energy as a coach. That's oh, okay. what it is. <laughs> they want the right path. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, you know, I would, I know, I just from watching your stuff on Instagram. Yeah, I was like, oh, if if I lived by him, I would love to come and train with you. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. because I see a similarity in a lot of that I, stuff. And then because he, because we're both bold, <laughs> right? You were supposed to leave your hat on. You're just supposed to let everybody know the oh, connection. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I got air. <laughs> so now so, let me ask you this: you're, you're as a martial artist, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't practice martial arts. I, in my head, I do. Okay, because yeah. I grew, I grew up watching karate movies. I love Bruce Lee. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my that's my Instagram name, right? Bruce, my best name, Bruce Lee. It's uh, a it's a tribute to the my youth hero. <laughs> oh, that's slick. I like that. Okay, now I get it. Cool, man. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to think that um, if I ever get in a fight, I'm gonna look just like Bruce Lee. I know I'm not gonna, but in my head, I'm thinking that way. But well, you, you just take the mace with you. Isn't yes, it? that's that's what I'm thinking. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's not a good way to promote it as fitness sport, but it's a good way to protect your ass. Maybe we got something here. We can use steel mace fighting, uh, like uh, Boss Boss Rutte did with the uh, with the self defense. You know, Boss Rutte. The Dutch uh, you UFC fighter? Yeah, is that the guy who um uh the um Volbeat Volbeat did the song about Warriors Call? Uh, I don't know exactly. He has that. I think you know this. He has a street fight DVD. So he does bada bing, bada boom, bada boom. Oh, he okay. Was, you know him or not? I I think so. I I I'm 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 thinking it's the it's what Volbeat writes the song about. I don't know. I know Volby, but I don't. I don't know if it's. it's don't you know, know it's you know the Warriors right. call song where he's like, "Look, uh, he, you know, he says, let 'Let's get ready to rumble.' And it's yeah, a really yeah, good yeah. song, and it's about it's about a fighter from the Netherlands. And I think it has to be Boss Rutte then. I think it is. But, but uh, yeah, the the thing I was saying, he has a DVD, and it's it's really funny. And 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 I was thinking, hey, we can make a DVD with this. We do the maze out. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, smack some stuff up. <laughs> nah, <laughs> but now the the question I have is: yes, as sorry. you're a martial artist, and yeah. now you've like brought this mason to your world, 
And I see Mace training, like, Mace flow, because uh, it looks like a kata. I see it more as a martial art. It's a skilled movement practice, and it requires a different sort of approach than, say, uh, traditional weightlifting, right? So what's That's your true. take on it? Like, what do you, how do you feel? Does does Are we doing warrior training when we're training with a mace? What, what do we do? Yeah, I think so, because... It- if you go way back, I think the people on the battlefield that uses uh, not fighting but uses swords and everything, they are also trained with maces. You see this in Europe in the history. You see this, like I told you before in our in our talk, what uh, Harbor told me, with in Persia and India. And let's be honest: if you go to India, all the wrestlers they use a mace. So let's hope in a few years, because UFC is now booming, MMA is going on a higher level. And uh, here in the Netherlands, I'm DMing uh, famous fighters that I don't know personally, but I know them through social media. I'm DMing them. I'm, I'm making them go crazy a little bit. But I was like, hey, you got to try this out. Because if you make hip tosses and shoulder throws, this is the maze movement. That's what. That's why it. Yeah. That's why it originates from. Yeah. That's my oh, opinion. Right. Isn't that why the the Kushti wrestlers and thousands of years ago, like you said, in India and in Persia, they would wrestle in those sand pits and then they go do like ten and twos or whatever they yeah. call them over there. Yeah. Like they, it they, looks they, like you're throwing they, somebody. Yeah, they're drilling it. Like now they have wrestling dummies. We go higher, uh, we evolve, blah, blah, blah. Now we have wrestling dummies, we throw them around. But it's exactly what you say. In India, way back in the time, make a rewind, they were using this, the stick, because they don't have an opponent. That's my opinion. I think if they can train with each other, they throw each other around. That's always better. Yeah, well, yeah, you can't always train with a person because you're going to beat people up and stuff. And That's this this would be like a dial down, a easier style training, maybe something to fill the cracks in, you know, yeah, yeah, just, exactly. just do reps and, and just keep the shoulders, you know, moving and stuff, right? Yeah. And I, I, and now uh, I uh, I went uh, with my, uh, uh, I think my first episode, yeah, my first episode, there are only two episodes, I'm talking like I have a whole collection of them, but with Chase the Maze, I went to Aitu Koster, he's a good friend of mine, and he's a three-time national Dutch uh, champion with boxing. And I was thinking, like, if I can show him, and I, that's what, he never worked with a maze, so in the beginner stage, you cannot go to uh, 300 and 360s. Everybody does it, I also does it, but it doesn't work. So I, with him, I did the warrior walk and the, the lunging uppercut, and he was like, hey, this tool really works. It's not only, and here we go, it's not only the strength, yeah. but it's also the coordination, the mobility. So I think we got something there, but I got to be honest to you, I let my, my whole life I did martial arts. I started, I think, when I was six or seven with karate, with the traditional things. Long story short, uh, like you, Bruce Lee, Jean-Claude Van Damme, they were my idols. Bruce Lee for the fighting and the moves and John Glaude and then because of the, the physical part. So I think now I was thinking about this. 
I think, where do where do I get in fitness and why on a young age? I think it was because of Jean-Claude Verdun with the with the good muscles. You see that as a young guy, and you was like, hey, I wanna I wanna look like him. Yeah, exactly. For me, it was him. It was Bruce Lee, and it was Arnold Schwarzenegger and yeah, Sylvester course. Stallone. Rambo was the coolest friggin' thing. I wanted to I wanted to get a knife and go defeat the soviet union <laughs> That's a, I, th I, th I think rambo oh no uh tour of duty was the reason i went in the army so all those things that you look at as a kid yeah it, it triggers something yeah now that now that i don't know what what is your age i'm i'm 49 i was born in in the early 70s all right i was i was 1981 i'm 41 now like i said and now if you get older you think about those things yeah and I, I'm really scared about the role models that kids have these days. But that's another thing. That's don't go in there. But yeah, I, I, I think we've talked about that a little bit on the podcast. Um, and that's another subject of mine that I like to talk about. Looking around, what do young men really have to yeah. you know as a as a role model? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, look, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sylvester Stallone, we know what they did to get big muscles like that. We know they're not the best role models, but <laughs> but bro, bro, they bro, were we like men, know, you know? Yeah, yeah. And we didn't know that back then, right? That's no, we didn't know back then, no. We thought it was just, they were just awesome. Yeah. They, they were awesome. I mean, I, I don't want to discredit awesome. they them. Still, they still are awesome. I think, uh, yeah, but it I, I think the kids now, I don't know. I don't have children, but I have a lot of nephews. So I try to maybe, not really, but try to give them an example from being me, uh, like uh, like teach them a little bit of fighting, teach them physical. Yes. And every every uh, generation has something beautiful because these guys, they know everything with the high tag and uh, that's also good, right? Yeah, to, but that's, the, another, that's another conversation shift that has nothing to do with the base. <laughs> right, right. It's just all a mindset thing. And yeah, any anytime anybody wants to talk about like the applying the warrior mindset to our yeah. modern day of life, that's that's where I like to go because I think that's where we in the mace community can yeah. change the world. We could show that's, people, look, man, true. you could do this stuff. Put put the video games down. You know, put yeah. down the skinny jeans and let's let's train. <laughs> <laughs> and move your ass, please. <laughs> Get off yes. the couch. Move your ass. Yeah, but I I think uh, yeah, my head coach also told me this this week. He was the one in the Netherlands that pushes kettlebells, and he uh, he had his car, and then he has a sled. Then he put uh, who's that kid up in car? Sledge, what? I don't know the name. Yeah, he has a score, and then he puts all the kettlebells on a thing, and then he pulls that thing with him. Yeah, like a hand you know cart. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and, I, and he went. He went into martial arts gyms. And he was like, "What is this crazy guy doing with those bells?" You know? Yeah. Years later, he has an awesome gym, and everybody works in this. So the come. So now I'm going to be the crazy guy. Years later, with the maces. Yeah. You know. Right, and it's the same thing. It just, yeah, it comes back again. It, yeah, I think, I think, I think that's life. You think, uh, but it, the old tools are coming back. 
And that's something I like. Maybe also because of the uh, uh, quarantine with the corona, everybody has to train inside. Yeah. So that's also taking something negative but turn it into a positive. I was like, okay, now people, they're going to ask more about kettlebells and also maces. And that also happened because they, the, the, the real hardcore guys that work out at home, they get a, a kettlebell or a mace, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, the fitness people during the lockdown, which was nonsense. I mean, we didn't need to do that. But the, the <laughs> fitness people got over it the quickest. They got over it. They were like, you know what? Uh, I can't go to the gym anymore, which is total BS. But you want to know yeah. something? I ain't stopping training. I'm not losing my gains. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Next, next thing you know, people are friggin' lifting cement bags, whatever they got, you know, buckets full of water. Awesome. Yes. It was like, it was like everybody kind of took a step back and was like, oh, all right, let, let's do this old school style. Like, remember when Rocky was going to fight against uh, the Russian and he yeah, had a train yeah. up in the mountains with the logs it, on his In the, his... the shaft. Yes. Into the snow. But there's, there's a thing like, uh, you know, boxing a lot? Uh, Marvin Hagler, rest in peace. He was, uh, yes, at the one uh, training camp, he was running through the snow and he was screaming, whoa, whoa. And uh, if I see something like that, and if I want to take a rest day and I see a little clip of that, boom, I'm going back to my garage again, you know? Yeah. And then I cannot take a rest. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it seems a little corny when you, but hey, if, if it motivates you, you know, if that's the thing that gets you out the door, then fine. I still work out to it. And you see also the videos I make, uh, like I edit, I always place Bloodsport soundtrack or Rocky soundtrack because, yeah, yeah. I can, I, I, I prefer, I, I, I'm, I'm a hip hop by, by heart. I, I love rap. But if I work out, I go back to the 80s. I like that more. It's, it gives me more, uh, yeah, enthusiasm to, to, to go all out, uh, to work out. Yeah, that's really cool. So now let's, let's get back to chasing the mace. You, you, yeah. Because that was the thing that kind of I wanted to get you on the podcast about, believe it or not. Because I saw yeah. you, you're doing something called Chase the Mace. And, yeah. and, and like I told you when I DM'd you, um, I did a four-part four series like, I don't know, two years ago, called Behind yeah. the Mace. And I just saw a similarity there. That's why I wanted wanted you to come on and tell me what Chase the Mace is and what your intentions are with it. What are you planning What are you planning on doing with it? And, and um, what's your goals? Yeah, first of all, I went back on your YouTube and I saw the uh, Behind the Mace. And I was like, oh, no, he's going to think... Uh, I took his ID because oh, it's, no. the same. it's a similarity, right? Like you DM me. Yes, but I don't ever think anybody like that because we all we're all emerging into the steel mace thing, and we come yeah. up with ideas on our own. No, no, I don't think that yeah. at all. And I I think it's great that you're doing it Thank because you. it makes it makes it, ma it makes me feel better about the idea I had. Like that's why. I'm looking for a network, a connection with people, you know? Yeah. 
yeah, to yeah, I know. grow this community. So this is what we're doing here. So yeah, go ahead, please continue. I don't want to yeah. uh, tell I, me I what think, you think. Sorry, I think the first ID started, uh, I did the three certifications for uh, Gatabel tour in the Netherlands. And first I take a two hour drive. And then I did the certification. The other one was a bit further, wasn't rather than I, I, I drive a little bit more. And then for the last one, and I think that's my, I have to be honest, my best certification from Strong First. Shout out to Strong First. But uh, I drove all the way to Paris. And I'm not a good driver. I'm uh, going to be honest to that. And uh, it was like a five-hour drive or maybe more. And I was driving. I was like, why do I drive all the way for an iron ball? I was like, I am crazy. I'm, I'm too fanat fanatic with sports. This is something crazy. I had an awesome weekend, drive back, didn't th think about it anymore. And then I'm a paper chaser now, I think, for myself. I like to have certifications. It motivates me because uh, if you work without a goal, for me, it doesn't work. If I look at my wall behind my squat rack, I have no four uh, papers on it. And that makes me feel great. I like to work out with a purpose. That's that's me. But then, when I uh, went to uh, uh, Harburg, to, uh, to the Flowing Dutchman, to do the certification, I drove back. And then I was like, I'm doing it again. Now it's an iron ball with a stick. But I'm really doing, I'm spending all this money, giving up my quality time with my wife, just to go hang out there with some crazy guys and do the mace uh, certification. Right. <laughs> right. And then I'm going to be honest to you, I want to make more recognition here in the South because I searched here. I think I'm the only one in the South districts, uh, Limburg, we call that in the Netherlands, the beneath part. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the only one. And I was like, okay, how can I make more recognition? That's also the reason I got Instagram again, because social media is for me a distraction. I'm a high energy guy, like I told you. If I do something, I go all in. And that's the same with Instagram. That's with everything I do. But then I think, okay, I have social media. Now what I'm going to do to do to make more recognition uh, for the maze. And then I was like thinking maze race because I race by, yeah, for the maze. And then I was like, no. Then my, uh, my hip hop artist came to me. I was like, hey, chase the maze. It sounds good. And to make a long story short, it's pure. It's not forgetting myself in the picture, what maybe people think a lot. You know, if you post a lot of workout videos, some people think, ah, he's showing off. But the only thing I try to do is, one, motivate those lazy asses to do something. And two, is to get more recognition for this. Because right. I think no one knows what this is. And right. now I get a lot of questions also on the job. And our job is also a little bit similarity. You're a fireman in the States. Yes. And I was, I was always in the army. And now I'm a security uh, uh, in the security department. I'm civilian, but I'm armed. Long story short, I get a lot of contact with uh, uh, guys from the States because I work on the base with uh, American people and, of course, the Netherlands. And the more the people from the States, they know more about the base. They see it more. I don't know why. I think it's more pushed there in a good direction. And the Netherlands guys, they uh, they come to me now and ask me a lot of questions because they see what I do and they like it. So that that's yeah. Long I'm talking too much maybe, but 
it's pure for recognition. It, it, it's, it's, it's getting it out there, especially here in this district. Right. So, yeah. So you're you're trying to build a community. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm doing. So we're doing the same thing. So yeah. that's awesome. You're over there. I'm over here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Excuse me. God bless. So, I, I am uh, sick and tired. That sounds a little bit uh, too big, maybe. But I'm sick and tired of always working out alone. I uh, within martial arts, I I, I also uh, run a we run a dojo, uh, and then you have a lot of people around you. You do sparring, you do mitts, and that community. I miss that feeling. I lost a lot of friends, a lot of people along the way because uh, yeah, I I I, I took the. I, I left the martial arts uh, alone. I, I want to focus on this. So then you you lose people. And now uh, with the maze, I hopefully, uh, if I start this workshop with my six people, I hopefully they, uh, yeah, they get get down with it. So I have also uh, more people to, to train with, you know, because yeah. working out alone, working out alone, it's not bad for me. I'm very uh, disciplined in that. Maybe a little bit crazy, but but uh, it's it's, it's always, all, also nicer to uh, yeah to have a friend or, or doesn't matter who, uh, child woman man but work out together it's better you know yeah yeah and I think that everybody kind of feels that way and you know we're talking about COVID lockdown social media and all this stuff I I I've said it a hundred times I don't think Mace would even be where it is right now if it wasn't for social media because all of a sudden like you're you're this random guy who slings a mace in your backyard and then you go on Instagram and you're like oh wait a minute there's like there's like a thousand people doing this two thousand yeah. people do it that I know of online there's probably yeah. more that don't post anything so this is bigger That's than true. Now, all us Mace people are willing, like you, to jump yeah. on an airplane and fly across the world yeah, to yeah, go yeah. swing a mace with somebody. Best chase the mace, 2.0. Chasing <laughs> the mace, right. Chase. Chasing yeah. the mace, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's a fascinating thing. I'm planning on flying down to Florida to go all work right. out with Don from AdX, who's a oh, sponsor yeah, of the podcast. And awesome. Yeah, we're going to shoot videos and stuff. And I'm just going down there to just hang out. Like, he's a friend, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think uh, that's what my coach always told me. Uh, if you have like, like-minded like people, it connects, you know? If yeah. it, it wasn't it, it wasn't a weekend with, uh, with the Flowing Dutchman, with the Dutch Flow Academy, there were people from uh, Poland, uh, Croatia, Germany, Spain, Netherlands, and that was really awesome. And there was maybe 20 minutes of feeling out. And then, boom, they all... It was... Um, I, get, uh, yeah. I, get I got goosebumps now because yeah. uh, I was like, whoa, I really, I really made friends uh, in a very short time. Yes. I always say that the, the mace is... Um, it's an icebreaker. If, mm. you, if you go to a party... And you run into a person and, let, you know, let's say you're wearing a mace shirt and the person goes, oh, uh, what is that, mace? I, I do that. That's yeah. your best friend for the rest of the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because none, 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 I think because none of uh, all the people, yeah, they do it, right? Yeah. 
like like you as I hear you say it from uh, yeah we are something apart from from the fitness. I picked up a weight sandbag from freedomstrength.us. Freedomstrength.us has sandbags of various kinds. You got to see what they have. There's a whole assortment. The kind I picked up is like ball. I, it's a 50-pound bag, um, which is heavy enough, believe it or not. I mean, if you're a really big, strong person, you know, he's got the bigger sizes. But for the way I like to train um, – you know, I like to swing my mace, and then after I get done swinging, I pick up the 50-pound sandbag, and I throw it around. But it's really great because I could throw it in my truck. If you have a car, you could throw it in your trunk, and uh, you could take it to the park with your mace and other stuff. And it actually acts as a seat or something to support yourself on when you're working out. Um, so you could do these, like, varied workouts, and you could really have a lot of fun. I'll put it on the ground and I'll actually lay on it. I'll put my upper back on it and I'll put myself into a bridge position. And then from there, I'll take a kettlebell or a heavy mace or something like that. And I'll, I'll just bench press it. And that's, and that's how it turns into a bench, but it's also a seat. Um, you could pick it up. You could do farmer's carries or you could throw it around and, that's what I'm doing with that sandbag. You guys can do whatever you want to do. Like I said, there's other things at freedomstrength.us that you can take a look at, such as uh, clothing and gear, weight vests, bands, all that stuff. So go to freedomstrength.us. My discount code for you is SMN10. That's Steel Mace Nation 10, SMN10. Get 10% off help support the podcast and help support an American company. Thanks a lot. Not to, not to claim it or be, be, be tough with it, but it's something completely different. If you see a bodybuilder or a crossfitter, doesn't matter respect to all people that, that do things, but sure. But if they see us, what are they? Vikings? Ninjas? Right. <laughs> Right. That's and that's the thing. And and I mean, I have this conversation all the time and I asked this question to coaches on this podcast. I last episode was episode 203 and I um, interviewed Zach Yannick. Yes. Yeah. legs, And he's up in Canada and he's old. You know, he's he's one of the like the, he's close to one of the originals out there. Yeah. The flow and everything. And I asked him, I said, how, how do you market this to people? Because right out of the gate, um, people either, you know, they all make it up in their head. They say, oh, that looks like it's bad for your shoulders. That uh -huh. looks like it's going to hurt your elbows. That looks like yeah. it's going to hurt your back. Oh, yeah. um, what does that even do? Um, is that really <laughs> a workout? What is this, a new fad? And exactly. We're exactly. all we all have to deal with this as a steel mace coach in our own little world. So yeah. I put that question forth to you, Harold. Yeah. How do you break the ice with people? How do you get interest in the steel mace? Yeah, to make uh, I had the same problem when I did Capoeira all those years because mm. that was even worse. Because I'm like, how what is it? Is it a dance? Is it music? Is it fighting? That shit doesn't work. Wow. I never thought of that. Yes, you're right. This is a... Wow. Okay, continue. 
yeah and and sometimes i don't want to talk to people normally i'm very social socialized and i talk to everybody if i have a question sometimes it feels the wrong way you know they they really then i cut it off if i see a little spark of real interest i'm going to feed the flame like as the matter says you know then i i'm going to give all my energy to that person and maybe drag him in or like my tattoo uh, my tattoo artist he uh, he's all everybody all those artists are very creative he saw my movies on instagram he was like oh and he was he, he was making my tattoo and he was like i really like what you do so huh? how, how does that come from and then he was like uh, a few days later which mace uh, which weight should i start with if someone starts i was like huh? what does he say i said four kilo and i went on with my job and then he sent me a picture that he ordered the mace if it's someone like that then i'm going to give all my energy and my all my love all my effort you know yeah, yeah okay yeah to, to answer your question but i think you have to uh, yeah watch out some people they 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 are haters and some people they they really like it so uh I hopefully that's your answer. I don't know the question exactly anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no. That's that. I mean, that's a good way to put it. Um, because like what we talked about last episode, we were talking about how it, you know a lot of people feel like they're doing warrior type training when they're using a mace, and then uh, Zach, you know, he said like you know there's this um, uh, genet genetic memory or something from our ancient past. Maybe some of us are relating to some kind of genetic memory that, uh, you know, our ancestors were swinging a maze and we have this like attitude where it's like, Oh, I, you know, this feels good. And, and then you've yeah. got a whole other segment of society who are just like, nah, I don't, I don't like that. I just like to sit on a machine and push weight and be done. I don't want to learn. I don't want to swing. And they're just yeah. not, they don't have that built into them. Yeah, but that's the same with uh, martial arts and with fighting. Because some people that watch those sports, I'll make another thing with that again. But some people watch that sport and think, "Ah, oh, no, it's brutal." But it's also in its origin. Fighting was the number one thing we did. Yes. And when and when I started doing the mace, now I don't have that feeling anymore. But you 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 mentioned that, and I don't want to sound too spiritual because I'm very uh, I'm not that really. But first, when I started swinging the mace, I had that that kind of feeling maybe also because of the kickboxer soundtrack but it's you feel like a warrior and that's i think that's good because for me it's the same with kettlebell and i go back again with the martial arts story i'm sorry if you have to have technique for something to do it right that then i think it's good of course if you do a bench press it's also also technique I don't want to uh, think about talk right. bad about other sports, but with this kind of training, if you do it wrong, then you're gonna have shoulder pain, elbow pain, because uh, everybody in the beginning it's it's terrible, right? I don't know how you started. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, I mean, um, when I started swinging, I wanted to swing the twenty pound, and <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, this thing is, I don't know what I'm doing, and then I had to use the ten. And then, you know, the 10 was like, oh, this is good enough. I don't think I'm ever going to need anything more than this. But then yeah, all of a sudden yeah. you're swinging 20. But you have yeah. to start as a total brand new person. 
Yeah, I think because of my kettlebell experience, I think, and I have to mention that also, I consider myself a white belt, yellow belt, but all the guests you get on. That's why I was also nervous. Of course, I watch your shows uh, all the way back and there were all those big names and then you got me because I don't think I'm on that level. I'm going to be humble. That's that's the truth. But to be go back what I said, because of my cannibal uh, background, I'm very glad I knew that when I, I ordered the maze, I think all those years back, I get myself a four kilo one. And I just uh, start drilling with that. And I, that, that was something I think is good. But the mistake I made, what everybody does, uh, just hop, go in the 360. Yeah. Because I underestimated the maze. I was like, ah, that's the same like a halo with a kettlebell. I can do that movement. It's not difficult. I do crazy. I did crazy things with Capoeira. This is just no problem. But then you that if you that's really you underestimate it. But it's really uh, yeah. You know everybody knows within the maze community it takes a lot of techniques yeah. and it takes a lot of drilling, and then it ain't over because you never do it perfect. The same with the kettlebell swing. Right. People pick kettlebell, they swing, and they think, okay, I do a hip hinge. I threw it out there. I'm good. But now I do uh, swings many years and I still have pointers I have to do because maybe you got a chin tuck or something like that. So that's the same with the maze. Yeah. And I got to give a shout out to uh, to Harbert Eckbert. He also with the certification. They were all people that have, has experience. But from the ground up, he built it up. He, the feet have to be good. Hips have to be good. Uh, uh, br brace yourself. Engagement in the abs. So I think that, 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 that that's great because to go back what I said, you have to have perfect technique to finish it. And that, that's something I like uh, from the martial mind state. Uh, yes. And that's what uh, <clears throat> always attracted me. Like I said earlier, I never, I never actually practiced martial arts. Um, and this is the closest thing for me. And in the steel mace, gotta steel clubs, uh, Bulgarian bag, kettlebells. Yeah. These are all the type of stuff where if you honestly put in an effort and you really do all the things that you just said, Harold, you're going to yeah. get fantastic workouts. The problem yeah. is if you give somebody a 10-pound mace and you don't teach them about putting tension into the bar, you don't teach them how to you know, keep their abs tight, and yeah. they're getting shortchanged on a workout. They're that's getting shortchanged, and then and then they're not doing anything really because they're not they're not really putting all their focus into it. So a good steel mace coach or a good kettlebell coach or for you know like you teach all of this, mm. um, your your duty to your clients is to get them to honestly work. Yeah, and and lead by example. If you make mistakes, and my coach told me this week. I made a little mistake with a get-up within the class and all the other people that look. And he told me, if you make a little mistake, people are going to copy it because you have an instructor. You're, yeah. 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 You cannot do that. Never right. lose your focus. Within the hour you work out, be very strict to yourself. Lead by example. You have to show them how it works. That's true because it's with all the things. If I see something and something does, does it wrong, you copy because we all are copycats, to yeah. be honest. Especially Especially when we learn in a, a new a new uh, gift. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, and I remember when I was first uh, teaching Steel Mace Flow, I was teaching at a yoga studio. So I had yoga people, um, yeah. and, and I had to give them wooden maces, which was really cool, actually. But I, I was teaching Flow with a wooden mace, and there's like hardly any weight to that. And the way I was moving was actually not I, – you know, I caught myself. I said, wait a minute. And I turned to the class. I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm teaching you with this lighter mace. And most of this stuff, you know, uh, we're not going to be doing with it with, when you move to the, to the heavier mace. And I'm making mistakes right now. So please, yeah. let's start from scratch. Yeah. And that's, so we did. Good. That yeah. was my first my first class, the first 15 minutes, and I caught myself. But you yeah. got to be honest about what you're doing, right? That, that's what I want to say. If you, if you admit it, it's no problem. If you didn't do that, maybe they thought like, oh, that's the way it, it has to be. So they, they, they do it that way. Right. And as honest to yourself also, because some people, especially we're alpha males, we don't like to have, say we make a mistake. But now that we're a little bit older, it doesn't matter. But when I was younger, I would not say it. I just went through how they don't see it. But that that's what my coach said. Lead by example. That's really, it's really, really important. Yeah. That's that's all you really have. Yeah. And um, how many years are you uh, doing Mace right now? Well, so it's going to be over three years now. The podcast I started probably, I, I was probably using a Mace for about four to six to five months and then i said uh this this is fascinating and um i started the podcast so that was uh cool. like 2019 and the reason why i started the podcast was because um like this conversation we're having right here uh it i needed to know more about it and there wasn't really much on it if you like if you went online and Start looking around. Yeah, you find stuff, but like, what's really going on underneath? Why? Why are we so fascinated by this thing? And how come? You know, our conversations are so yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like I said, you go to a party and somebody trains with a mace, you're gonna have the best conversations with that person, and you don't That's even the... know their last name yet. You don't even know where they live. Sometimes it doesn't have to be. Especially the mace. If I, I if I have a, a conversation with someone and he does kind of sport, and he is the same like me, and he puts all his effort into it, and I can connect about uh, doesn't matter baseball, basketball, but baseball. Yeah. I yeah. I had that conversation with a college uh, a pitcher, and so yeah. I showed him. I said, "Watch!" And I pulled up my Instagram and I showed him picture uh, videos of me doing a mill with a with a yeah. with a club. And I said, that's yeah. throwing, dude. And yeah. he goes, oh, he goes, yo, that's that's crazy. And he he hit me up. He came and he took some lessons. Mm -hmm. um, but he said for throwing, it was a huge uh, thing for him to train because the ball is light. And these yeah. when somebody throws, the injuries that they get is, is from that whip, you know, that yeah. in the shoulder. Same like a Say like a punch, yeah. Yeah, exactly, like a punch. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so using a, a club with ten or fifteen pounds, it teaches you to slow down and keep tension in there, and mm -hmm. and it it actually helps um, deliver blood flow to the area, strengthen all the all the ligaments and everything, right? So, yeah. between 
fighting and sports, there should be way more people involved with mace and clubs, right? Yeah, it's functional. But how do how do you get people over the over the strike to to do it? You know, that's yeah. Like you said, because some people are really hesitant. Because I have also uh, clients that are they the first time to do it, they were scared because if you have a shorter woman and they uh, my sister in law tried it and she was like, oh my god, they were really scared of hitting themselves. Yeah, and that. That's also like I like I said. You, if you if you teach someone, you you have to you have to consider all those things. The one one just picks it up and he, he does it, and the other is hesitant. It's, it's normal. Yeah. Because everybody hits himself with a mace. I injured my finger this uh, two trainings ago. I placed it back in in the rack, and my I, I hand came between the the mace and the and the rack. So. <laughs> I was like, ah, fuck, the whole training, everything goes uh, correctly. And then you you lose your concentration and boom. Yeah. It's like when a samurai is putting his sword away and he cuts his finger. <laughs> That's true. That's Yakuza style. <laughs> yeah, right. You just, killed, like, you just killed a bunch of people. When you put your sword away, you cut your hand off. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but in the beginning, it's normal. Hey, you, hit your, you hit your ass, you hit your back. Yeah. And, and, yeah. You, and like you said like 10 minutes ago, you still make those mistakes even after you've been doing it for a while. I still hit myself in the back, and sometimes I hit myself like with the handle on my head. And yeah, yeah, I had it today. It I, did the, I did the complex workout, and I was thinking about something else. What I'm going to, oh yeah, about the podcast and what I'm going to do later on the day. And then your mind drifts away, boom, and it wakes you up. And like, oh shit, put it down, relax, and do it again. Yeah, so that's, that, that's really cool. Yeah, it's it's um. It's a whole other ball of wax. It's and it's great, you know, talking with, uh, I like you said to yourself earlier. You said earlier when you were uh, indicating like you got these big names on the podcast, Fred, and then you got me. Well, like, yeah. the thing though is, is newer people like you with this energy is what we really need to hear from. Of course, Thank the you. big names are important, but they also have like. A like if you perceive them from afar, no they have a, yeah they have a self interest like they have they have a program you know Rick Brown you could hire Rick Brown and and I'm yeah. not I'm not saying anything negative about them but you as a newcomer give more testimony to yeah. um this because it shows that the sport or the modality whatever you want to call it is growing it's not going away it's not like there's these dinosaurs that are holding on to some fragments okay that's no. you know i i came along three years ago you came along just recently yeah. uh yeah. there's people i'm following now that have been swinging uh he heavy mace for only a year and they're like freaking swinging some heavy ass weight and yeah. those are the people that prove that the steel mace and the steel clubs and all this rotational strength stuff is 100% legit. That's true. Yeah. And that, that's something that motivates me as a person also more than flow. It doesn't have to be that I want to do 40 kilo maces, but now I worked up, uh, I do it with the 15, the complex workout. And this week I'm going to order myself a 20 uh, kilogram. I don't know how much uh, thing it is. And then your thing is, but uh, because yeah, you, uh, you have to take a step up, I think, without injuries. 
Yeah, you take your time, work to it, but it's yeah, it, that's freaking cool to do to do that heavy mace thing. I I, I love it. Uh, afterwards, you, afterwards you feel like a warrior. To be honest, yeah, that's 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 a, the endorphine rush that comes from kettlebell is diff, different than when I go running. And if I do mace work with a heavy mace, oh, I feel great. And if I what I did with the flow, it also is positive because it's like uh yeah like a meditative mind state like yoga a little bit i never did yoga but afterwards you feel um you feel good but yeah i gotta say it again i'm gonna stick to the plan and go for the the power workouts and that's something within uh yeah within a few years that's something i'm going to work out i I really like that if 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 yeah the same with hard style kettlebell that same feeling i want to put into the into the maze yes that's awesome and we're going to be watching carefully <laughs> we're going to be watching you cuz yeah, you're you... leading you're leading the charge now so yeah, yeah. how can people train with you how can people do you offer online um no. training okay no, i do in person no. yeah i i i um but that's also my opinion. I don't want to offend uh, anyone. I see a lot of people do it online. I think personally, one-on-one or in a small group class is the best. Yeah. Because here we go again, lead by example. You see a video. And uh, of course, on the video, you, you can do it perfect. But you don't get the most important thing there is. And that's feedback. Because you can do it, but you don't know... Yeah, you can make a video and send it to the coach or to the to the teacher, but uh, I don't I I don't yeah. believe in it. I, I yeah. think one on one is always better. Yeah, I so agree. To, uh, to answer your question, if they are here in uh, the Netherlands, yeah, they just can send me a DM and then uh, we can or make a personal training, or they can come uh, to the to the group class. What city are you located in? Uh, I live in uh, Echt. Uh, and uh, I teach in, uh, oh, I, I give lessons, teach, sounds a little bit, uh, thing, uh, in uh, Susteren and Sittard. So, yeah, it's, it's the, to be honest, the south part of, uh, of the Netherlands, I want to I wanna go everywhere with the car if, 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 if they want to train. Yeah, okay. That, that, that's a better answer. Yeah, so you, where I live. you, they could come to you or you could come to them. Yeah, they just yeah, need yeah. to DM you and set yeah. it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, then... I, work, I work with my uh, my head coach in Kettlebell. He also always gives me the opportunity to 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 work in his gym. And uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Andy Peters from Evolve Movement and Health. He also uh, that's the that's the place I'm going to give the workshops the first time now. So okay. And when are when are your workshops? Tell us the dates. One, Feb- one February I'm going to start, but that's o- o- already booked full. So uh, I don't want to take more than six people because, uh, yeah, like I said, I think then you I'm the only one coaching and I want to give everybody my, my, my 100%. And afterwards, I think we're going to start again because my friend, he told me, hey, there are many people now asking because, uh, yeah, maybe it's because Chase the Maze and, and pushing it. I, I, I hopefully uh, hope so. So, uh Okay, cool. So anybody listening who's in the area of the Netherlands um, that wants to train with Harold, DM Harold. uh, He's going to be doing workshops and all that good stuff. Uh, So you're going to be 
you're you're just active with me, so there's going to be plenty of stuff coming. Uh, yeah. As far as the rest of the world is concerned, um, follow your Instagram, right? Which yeah. is uh, give us your Instagram. Uh, I have to look at my wife. I think uh, it's Brunsley, B R O E N S, and Lee, L E E. That's the like I told you. This the for from our you Pharaoh. I take this. Uh, I make the nickname of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just looked it up. It's at B R O E N S L E E. So, uh, you could also look up Harold. B R O E N S, and I, try, I can't try, try to say it again. <laughs> Can you say it first? <laughs> okay, Bruns. Bruns. Hey, it's not so difficult. <laughs> I got to <laughs> practice that a little bit more. No, it's good. They can they can reply uh, rewind it. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna make that a clip somehow. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> you teaching cool. me how to say your name. Hey, look, <laughs> some of us, you know, we just you got to keep working on us. And after a yeah, while, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was also my uh, my thing. I was like, oh damn, I'm gonna do it in not my own language. You know, I I, I speak a lot of English and I speak with a lot of guys from the states. Yeah, but I'm still searching for the words, and I I really try to. Of course, sound a little bit sophisticated, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's difficult for me. Uh, the other language. No, nah, I don't. I don't worry about uh, you oh. Europeaners. Uh, I I traveled in Europe back in 1992, yeah. and I couldn't speak a word of nothing. And all of you guys over there spoke English fine, and yeah. I knew you were gonna do fine. Um, you actually speak English better than a lot of people I know here in the United States. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's because uh, it's because uh, yeah, we all, all, all only watch American movies and series all my life, of course. And the music I listen to is also hip hop. Is also from the states. I wrote uh, rhymes myself, so then you also have to work on the slang and, and using the words right. So uh, can we hear any of your stuff? Do you have anything have online? No, I haven't. I don't have nothing online. I can do uh, it okay. right now, but. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 then I'm getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll save that for the next podcast. You come I, on. I, I have a good line in my in my rhyme. It, 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 I say, uh, I don't need a lot of space to shoot for the stars. And I, I, I came on that rhyme because I work out in a small garage. So yeah. I was like, hey, you don't need a lot of space to shoot for the stars. So that's, that's right, uh, yeah. The motto on my shirt, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds good. So, I must make it. I must make a, if I do make a good track, I talk with Harvard about it uh, with the certification. I have to do a maze rap. I don't know. I don't think there is a maze rap right now. I don't think so. Yeah, not at all. Well, what you should do is is record something and make it your theme song for Chase the Mace. That is something good. That is That I have to write down. Everything you write down happens. That's, yeah. that's something I got to do because that's really cool. Yeah, Can you I never know where that's going to go. But uh, stick stick around for one second after uh, we say goodbye to the audience. I just want to chat with you for like another five minutes about okay. something. But um, uh, anything before we uh, we hit the record button, um, hit the yeah. hit the pause button on the record. Go yeah, ahead. I wanna I wanna give a shout out, and I think I'm gonna maybe forget some people, so don't be offended. But I. Like we told you, I should write it down. But I was like, no, I want to be in a flow state. 
And if you write something down, sometimes it goes bad. But uh, I want to give a shout out to person, a special person. Of course, number one is my wife. She always gives me the opportunity to go everywhere and, and chase my dream. And I think I, with a lot of weddings, a uh, lot of marriage, uh, thing goes wrong because they keep the man short and she always let me do my thing. And uh, the second is, of course, uh, my coach, Gerrit Geringa from Next Levels. That's my head coach with Incredible. He helped me a lot with certifications. And also, he doesn't do maze, but his way of thinking it helps me progress in, in life and in sports. And uh, Andy Peters from Evolve Movement and Health. Uh, he's a friend of mine when I was, I think, 15 years. And he's a real example for me because this guy, is uh, he never gives up. He goes, he takes a black belt. He has his own school. That is what I told you. And uh, he has everything there. BJJ, Capoeira, functional patterns. So, uh, yeah, that's also uh, those three are very uh, close to me. And, of course, my coach, Albert Eckbert, that uh, the flowing Dutchman. Yeah. But he has, a lot, he has so much recognition already <laughs> on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. But that, 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 that guy is charismatically and... and He's great. He 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 teaches me very good. Not only about Nace, also more about life. And he's way younger than me. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think those are the people I want to give a shout out. And of course, a big shout out to you to get this white belt level guy <laughs> on on your podcast. It's, uh, it's 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 really cool. It was a really good conversation ship. I felt at home, and uh, I appreciate what you do for the Mace uh, community. And uh, big shout out to you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And I always, you know, tell people uh, this podcast is, uh, is you know, because of people like you, the guests that come on and then the awesome conversations that we have. Yeah. So, like I say to everybody, come back often. Uh, let's wrap. Let's talk. I think people just like, you know, to hear hear uh, different voices on the podcast. And, um, you know, it's fun. So, you you made my morning. You know, had a good energizing conversation. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up here and I'm gonna go eat something, and then I'm gonna go train with my mace. Yeah, I did it already, so I was a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, you're. I, I'll, I'm gonna catch up to you. Don't worry. <laughs> it's cool. All right, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thanks everybody for listening, and uh, make sure that you follow Harold on Instagram and. If you're in the Netherlands, go train with him. He doesn't want to be alone. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Peace. Take care, everybody.